progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. It's really important for you to know the signs of a possible stroke. It could save your life or that of a loved one. My guest today is Michelle Irving. She's a registered nurse and the stroke and sepsis coordinator at Palmdale Regional Medical Center. Michelle, what is a stroke? Are there different types? Give us a little stats about what stroke is. Yes. So there are three different types of stroke. But just to go into the overview of stroke, a stroke can occur when the blood supply to an area of the brain is cut off. So depending on the region where the blood is cut off depends on the severity of your disability. But the different types of stroke, there's one, the TIA, which is a transient ischemic attack. And it is somewhat called, or people call it a mini stroke. And usually with that, when you have a, a blood clot that causes blood to be cut off, however, um, somehow the symptom resolves itself. You don't need any further treatment. You would want to follow up with your physician or neurologist, but you won't need any further treatment. We'll just monitor you. Um, an ischemic stroke is where the blood is cu- cut off. And so it's kind of like if you have a, a long hole and something blocks part of that hole, there's no blood flowing to the remaining part of your brain. Blood to our body is oxygen. So at that point, there's no oxygen getting to that part of your brain. And so that's how we have some severity and, you know, we're depending on the part of the brain it, it's in or it occurs. The next is a hemorrhagic stroke, and that is a bleed in your brain. So it's just like a water hose where the water is supposed to come out of the spout. However, in this, in the middle of the hose, it breaks and then blood is flowing throughout your, your brain um, or a specific part or region of your brain. Um, so still, blood is not flowing, it's not perfusing to your brain, it's just kind of overflowing. Um, ischemic strokes make up 80 to 90% of strokes, and hemorrhagic are the other percentage, um, or it could be a TIA. Um, so we usually find most patients have ischemic strokes, and then with hemorrhagic, um, those patients we're going to be monitoring really closely because of the severity of the bleed and making sure we can stop the bleeding. Who's most at risk for stroke? So really anyone, unfortunately, is at risk. I mean, you have certain groups or populations. Um, African-Americans are usually the highest who are at risk of strokes. Those who have diabetes, um, hypertension or high blood pressure, um, high cholesterol. So I just want to give you some data because stroke can affect you. It could affect me. Um, it can, we all probably know someone that's been affected by a stroke, whether it's um, family members, coworkers, friends. Uh, we know someone that knows someone that's had a stroke. So in the U.S., someone has a stroke about once every 40 seconds. Stroke accounts for one of every 19 deaths in the U.S. Stroke kills someone in the U.S. about every three minutes and 45 seconds. Stroke is ranked number five among all causes of death in the U.S., killing nearly 133,000 people a year. Each year, about 795,000 people experience a new or recurrent stroke. Stroke is the leading cause of serious long-term disability in the U.S. And in 2005, stroke deaths accounted for 11.8% of total deaths worldwide, making stroke the second leading global cause of death behind heart disease. So really anyone can be affected by it. However, there are the risk factors of stroke, high blood pressure, that's uncontrolled, that's not being treated appropriately. A lot of times if you're a smoker, diabetic, and, you know, if you're not exercising, if you're not eating appropriately, if you have a history of a family member, your mother, your father that has high blood pressure, 
or if they've had a history of stroke or high cholesterol issues. So those individuals who are more at risk. But looking at the numbers, we really just need to take care of ourselves, keep our blood pressures under control. If we're diabetics, monitor our blood pressure, make sure that it's under control. If we have high um, high cholesterol, making sure we're on a proper medication or change in diet. And if we're smoking, to quit. So we've heard the acronym FAST and that time is brain when it comes to stroke. Explain a little bit about why it's so important to know this acronym, what it means, so that people can spot it because it can be kind of confusing. You could think somebody's been drinking or or that these signs are not quite as clear, but FAST lays it out pretty well. So Michelle, tell us what that means. So FAST is an acronym, and I'll go into that. Um, but with the symptoms of stroke, for some people, um, they don't know. And so FAST is really a great acronym to use in the community, patients in the hospital, because once you've had a stroke, you are at risk of having another stroke. So this acronym FAST is really important to know, especially if you're taking care of someone that's had a, had a stroke or yourself. If you've had a stroke, we've had patients that have come into the hospital who um, had a stroke and were having a second stroke a year or two later, and they use this acronym on themselves to say, let me call 911. And FAST is just really important because, like you said, time is brain. Just like a heart attack, it's a brain attack. And every second counts um, to go to to the um, nearest emergency room to be treated if you are having a stroke. So FAST, F stands for face drooping. If you actually try and smile and the right or left side of your um, mouth is not able to actually have a smile and it's drooping, that is an indicator. A, arm weakness. If you raise your arm and your left or right arm is drooping or not drooping, excuse me, if it's um, drifting downward, then you're, that could be a sign that you're having a stroke. Or if you're not even able to feel your arm um, or you're having pins and needle tingling sensation, speech, speech difficulty, um, you're having difficulty with um, talking, you're having slurred speech. Um, even difficulty with swallowing. Sometimes you're trying to say something and you're telling someone something, but what you're saying, they can't understand. So it's incomprehensible. And then T, time. It's time to call 911. And it's really important to call 911 if you're having these symptoms. It wouldn't be good for you to drive yourself. It would be better for you to call 911 because you're not for sure. If you're having that weakness in your arm or legs, you can become completely um, have paralysis and not be able to move. And that wouldn't be um, good for you if you're on, on the road driving. And 911, when they come and get you, EMS is going to call into the nearest hospital and say, hey, we have a cold stroke. They're going to check your blood glucose and make sure that you're not hypoglycemic. Um, so you're not having low blood sugar um, because sometimes that's a, um, sometimes that, that mimics a stroke-like symptom. So they're going to check your blood glucose, your blood sugar, and they're going to rush you to the nearest hospital because there they're going to check and, and make sure what's going on with your, your brain. So they're going to do a CT scan. So it's really important if you or your family members having these symptoms and they're not, you know, their last known well was a few hours ago and they're starting to have these symptoms and they're all starting to happen, the slurred speech, um, the double vision, um, not being able to walk, um, you know, losing balance, losing coordination, call 911. It's really such important information. Great information, Michelle. What happens at the ER? You mentioned that, you know, people should call 911, which is so important because EMS does have the ability, as you said, to call ahead and say code stroke, and they do have the ability to start some treatments. But main treatments happen in the emergency room. What happens there? What can people expect? 
Well, when you come into the hospital and you're having numbness or weakness, whether someone drives you or you're coming in by EMS, um, they're going to want to know your last known well. Last known well is when was the last time you were at your normal state um, prior to this incident. So you're going to come in, they're going to find out when your last known well is, they're going to check your blood glucose, and they're going to do a CAT scan of your head. And there in the CAT scan of the head, they're going to see if there is a blockage in your brain, if there's um, a loss of blood perfusion or blood flow. Um, And then they'll find out what they need to do if they need to do further treatment. And they could do some type of clot busting um, treatment where they're going to try to um, dissolve the clot. So there's going to be treatment involved. They're going to be checking um, your neural checks. So they're going to be checking to see how you're doing. If you can remember your name, um, if you remember the date and time, if you're able to move any of your limbs, your arms, or your legs, if you're going to be able to speak clearly, if you're going to be able to swallow any medication or any water. So we're going to be checking and making sure that you're able to swallow, that you're able to speak, that you're able to move your limbs, um, and that you're you are able to remember or cite your name or your date of birth. What would you like to tell people in wrapping up, Michelle, about possibly preventing a stroke, the importance of knowing that acronym FAST? What do you really want them to know? Well, just like we said, time is brain. So a stroke can happen at any time. It does not have an age. It does not have a color. It does not have a time. However, if you know FAST, if you know that something does not feel right, with you or your family member or your friend, go seek medical attention. Go to the nearest emergency room and make sure you get checked out because time is brain. And if you don't have the flow you know, going on in your brain, if it's cut off, you're losing brain. You're having a brain attack. And it's just as important as if you're having a heart attack, go and seek medical attention because this can save your life. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center. For more information, please visit palmdaleregional.com. That's palmdaleregional.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for tuning in.